0: Ahoy, hoy everybody! We have some special news for you. Talking Simpsons is about to do its fourth live show this Saturday, July 28th, at Piano Fight. In
1: San Francisco 5.30pm is when the doors open And you can take a seat No admission required And you can see me and Bob Go through a classic episode Of The Simpsons live And this time We are revisiting Camp Krusty It is the summer And it's time
0: to do A summer vacation episode We'll be there We'll have clips It'll be just like Sitting and listening to us Except you can be there And meet us And then drink beer too And other <laughs> kinds of alcohol
1: <laughs> It's a perfect way To celebrate the summer Talking Simpson style So that's Saturday July 20. 28th the piano fight bar downtown in san francisco 5 30 p.m the bart train goes right next to the venue so if you take public transit it's really easy to reach you don't even need to drive that's right saturday july 28th at 5 30 p.m
0: at piano fight be there and be square
2: i heartily endorse this event or product
0: Ahoy hoy everybody, welcome to Talking Simpsons, recorded live in the Hammock District. I'm your host, boiled celery enjoyer Bob Mackey, and this is our chronological exploration of The Simpsons, who is here with me today?
1: Uh, Henry Gilbert, and I've got a raging case of disposed. Ooh, who else is here?
3: <laughs> uh, Allie Gertz, and I'm ridiculated. Yeah, uh, Julia <laughs> Prescott,
4: I didn't know we were doing this, <laughs> uh, so I didn't prepare.
0: <laughs> and today's episode is, You Only Move Twice.
2: You're a northern reticulated chipmunk. Yes, you are. You are so reticulated.
0: Today's episode aired on November 3rd, 1996, and as always, Henry will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real world history. <gasps>
1: Oh, boy, Bobby, Giacomo Leone of Italy wins the New York Marathon. Romeo plus Juliet equals number one at the box office. Whoa. And two days later, Bill Clinton is reelected as president.
3: Coincidence. Wow.
1: I mean, that Romeo plus Juliet, it was the cool. I think I listened to the soundtrack, but never actually saw it, it look too, looked too scary and, and adult scary? and mature as a kid. I was like, oh, I can't. only fourteen. I'm only 14. I can't have these.
3: We're friends. like Romeo and Juliet. but it ended in
1: tragedy (laughs) 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 I was going to say John Leguizamo in I think his first legitimate role
0: Um, yeah
4: that movie's fucking great that sparked my thirst trap for Leo Dio. So. Mm. Leo We're Dio. We're going to go to it.
0: I think as a Leo age boy, I was resentful of his fame
1: and attractiveness, so I, <laughs>
0: I, I dodged that one.
1: But uh, <laughs> Yeah. I eventually watched it in my Baz Luhrmann watchdown, as I eventually do, <laughs> just, just for completeness' sake. But then once he made Australia, I'm like, I'm not watching every Baz Luhrmann film <laughs> <It's not laughs> good. He you made right, Australia? He, he created the country <laughs> wow, of Australia. Wow, he's powerful.
0: Uh, so our special guest today, uh, everyone has been asked asking, Uh, we have a lot of guests that come through our, our, our stable And they're always asking, like, I want to do You Only Move Twice. I want to do it. We're like, we're saving it for something else. And we're saving it for our competing, our our competition, the Competing (laughs) Simpsons podcast. Wow,
3: I had no idea. Yes.
0: But uh, I want to say this is a peacekeeping mission. We're on friendly terms. Yeah. I've been offered two drinks I have not passed out yet. So.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're from everything's coming up.
4: Simpsons. Simpsons. Anyway,
3: (laughs) we like to commit to a bit. Yep, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're excited to be here. Um, we were uh, very excited to just have you on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be coming out soon if it's not already out, uh, depending on when you're listening to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were we are very honored to be talking about what is uh, easily in the top five episodes of all time. At least that that's what I believe any sane person would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it is truly easily the best guest uh, appearance. It's the best character mm-hmm. that only shows up once. It's, it's yeah. a perfect, perfect episode.
4: We've talked a lot about, uh, you know, on our podcast, how the simpsons movie should have yes oh uh, yeah villain, why do we say Scorpio. that
1: yeah let's talk about that now that's a bullshit it wasn't (laughs) i'm still angry you know i'm
4: sure some simpsons writers still are angry as well yeah
1: they i'm i am certain somebody wanted to do it i in our mike scully interview i asked him like why wasn't that scorpio and he's he just kind of was like yeah i don't know (laughs) it's just (laughs) eh, a non-committal especially when it's he's the same guy russ cargill is scorpio except less interesting and he's with rainier wolfcastle but it's not rainier wolfcastle it's (laughs) both
4: voiced by albert brooks i think
1: cargill and cargill and 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 yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. It,
4: I mean that was sort of like the thing that really pushed over the edge for me where I'm like you already got the guy in the <laughs> studio. Like <laughs> the hell.
1: And he rants just like Scorpio too in yeah. the movie. It's 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 a wasted opportunity. I agree. Well Scorpio's this is the better. only
3: this is the only Simpsons movie I need. This yeah. episode. Yeah. It feels like a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, could be the,
0: it could have been a movie because they go to a different location. There's a super mm. villain that's thwarted. <laughs> it has right. its own theme song. Well I guess song. he wins, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the Scorpio theme song.
1: <laughs> He's such a classic episode. What was surprised me in the research for this was that it was it's the first episode that aired in season eight after the treehouse but it's a production season seven one so this was when they were like Uh. as they say tired as they were making it and but this this feels like intentionally a season premiere like let's Let's start things over. Let's have a new setup and mm. pretend. There's a big part of this is that they want to pretend that the series is rebooting and they're leaving Springfield forever. Though I I didn't even know that was the point of it until the commentaries. Because when I watched it, I never thought they were leaving Springfield right. forever.
4: Well, can I also say that this was actually on the writer's room board for, mm. I want to say, two years at the minimum. Mm. Josh Weinstein had spoken about this. Um, I host a Simpsons trivia show called Stonecutters in- no. No way. Nerd. Nerd. And he was our special guest once, and he mentioned that. And that kind of broke my brain, because of course, I mean, it makes sense, like, you know, that they would really want to, you know, to a painstaking degree, make sure that they produce the best version of this story as possible, and, like, wait until, you know, it gets out there. But just as a fellow writer and creative, it made me go, oh, great, like, you can ruminate on something, and, and that's okay. Like, I shouldn't be, you know, sweating the fact that I haven't written my movie yet or something, you know?
0: Well, usually when Albert Books appears, he kind of overpowers the story in Bart's her child. Uh, he's great in it as Brad Goodman, but the story doesn't really go anywhere because right. as they say on the commentaries, like he... Ad a ton. He records like so much extra stuff. Like he writes his own jokes. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're like probably in, in terms of a recording, like two hours of Hank Scorpio on the books. Which, we, yeah. Which
3: we all need to listen to. Like, uh, where
0: can we access that? I, uh,
3: heaven. I don't know. heaven. <laughs> as soon as you get oh. to heaven, they give you they I'm give dying you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd convert. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> for that, yeah. Yeah. yeah for that, yeah. Uh, Dan Castellaneta's, uh, his responses to all the things are so good they're too. So good. They're so natural. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. some of my favorite Homer material even though Homer himself is not being especially funny just all mm. the uh-huh yeah that's right okay like all of those little <laughs> yeah. tiny things that are going back to what I, yeah Albert Brooks is saying is so funny I
4: also love just seeing Homer being valued and like having a good relationship with a boss in this and, episode and
0: trying too he's not he's yeah. not lazy in this episode <laughs> he's actually trying very hard right
4: well, yeah I just I love him like his f- opinion being valid and, and, and worthy and there is a sunniness Overall, to this episode, that I think you know helps translate it to being one of the most uh, cult obsessed episodes of mm-hmm. Simpsons fandom.
1: I think Dan Castellaneta brings a lot of improv to Homer, usually, but with Albert, he gets to have a, a, a improv partner. I it feels like they're always in the booth together. I think yeah. this is the last time they recorded together oh, like this, okay? Yeah, it, but there's so it many shows, there's, <laughs> there's so many great pauses of Homer yeah. just going like. No, or yeah, or just (laughs) his, and he just gives a little bit, he but just the right amount. It feels good, yeah. Uh, So this this episode begins with Smithers in a great mood. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
2: Mr. Smithers, may we offer you a ride to work? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We're from Globex Corporation. We'd like to talk to you about an exciting employment opportunity in our nuclear division. Flattered, but spoken for. We're prepared to offer you an impressive salary, plus health benefits for you and your life partner. The answer is no. What's wrong with this country? Can't a man walk down the street without being offered a job? (sighs) We'll have to go to the next most senior man at the plant. Here we are, ten years' experience... His name is. March, I got a new job. I love it's it. It's with Globex Corporation. I get more money plus health benefits for me and my life partner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it shows how far this episode goes in that the woman in the car later kills Norman Schwarzkopf with her thighs mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Yeah. So you have no idea that the episode's heading in that direction at this point.
1: But his killer secretary is yeah. always there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think, too, that reference to life partner, like that is, that's just a normal thing, I think, in a lot of uh, hiring deals, that it's not. Just a spouse that gets benefits. It can be a domestic partner of some kind. But I think they did that because in 1995, yeah. it was all over the news that Disney was offering domestic partnership benefits, which caused some conservative groups to be very upset with Disney that they were because gay employees could then get or same sex and partner, you, you know, what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so
3: it's, it's very clear that although, you know, he's in a great mood, uh, he says, that, you know, flattered but spoken for but then it's the it's the life partner line that Mm. kind of is just like stay away from me and (laughs) Burns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I then, love
4: him being peak burn sexual in this moment. is really great.
1: And it, it also, it's not a specifically different day for Smithers either. So you can assume <laughs> that he always is just singing on his way to work. Just happy, <laughs> happy to be working for Monty Burns. Well, I, don't,
0: I don't know if this parody of uh, Silicon Valley or whatever. I mean, what is this like the tech industry of the 90s e-commerce, whatever is happening here. I don't know if that dot com boom yeah, stuff happening. Mm, I don't know if that's lost the time because even Elon Musk is very much a Hank Scorpio figure. He is actually making flamethrowers. But at this point in time, it was the era of like the crunchy progressive CEO who was still a ruthless capitalist, you know, would slit his enemies' throats for a nickel. But it was he offered his employees like nice houses to live in and they had a campus you could live in and things like that. I don't know if, if this this is lost to time, this reference they're going for.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing, and obviously, I think we'd be remiss to not talk about the Elon Musk-Hank Scorpio thing, just because that's what the whole <laughs> internet talks about, but I have to say, not he, Elon wishes. I yeah. I mm-hmm. so too. stand yeah. when people make that comparison. Cheerfully Such withdrawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the whole internet says it, though, and people love to talk about it, and I totally see the connections, but... Come on. Mm. Just flamethrowers. You need to do. He's nowhere near as charming. He is wow. dating Grimy,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes.
3: Uh, I got
4: nothing
0: sorry. else to add.
1: As she liked to be called. <laughs> uh, so. Homer's trying to sell them on it. I like how Marge calls it, uh, it, like, not just Bart's lawyer lives here, but also that she's got this rut she doesn't want to get out of. That's mm-hmm. that's how I feel about moving to. I was just like, well, look, I, this might be a more exciting place to move to, but I love my rut. It just feels great. This <laughs> rut. But Homer has just the VHS to change Marge's mind.
5: Homer, I don't want to leave Springfield. I've dug myself into a happy little rut here, and I'm not about to hoist <laughs> myself out
2: of it. Just bring the rut with you, honey. Come on. Take a look. Cypress Creek, a tale of one city. (laughs) Uh, let's watch up, (laughs) Mouse. Homer, you're trying to talk us into moving to this place. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's watch this. Uh, (laughs) This place. Somebody ought to build a town that works. Somebody did.
0: It's called Cypress Creek, a planned community designed for the workers of the Globex Corporation.
2: Cypress Creek, where dreams come true. Your dreams may vary from those of Globex yeah! Corporation, its subsidiaries, <laughs> and shareholders.
0: So every abandoned store turns into a coffee shop, a different kind of coffee shop, and the mailbox— sorry, James L. Brooks as a bum turns into a mailbox. <laughs>
3: yes, and of course, Great. I i know 100% uh, with certainty that anyone listening to the show knows exactly which— Little sound is yeah. each thing turning yeah. into a different yes. thing because I could hear it in my head perfectly. <laughs> I, I know
1: uh, that that's one of my favorite jokes about like the dehumanization of homeless people. Into- that's perfect, <laughs> like not just of like we live in san francisco and i like people have written articles for san francisco times of like why do i have to see homeless people Ugh. when i'm going to my job and it's like f you buddy what a monster yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, fuck
3: you grow a
4: heart
1: yeah but this joke is such a perfect encapsulation of that idea of like couldn't we just turn this person <laughs> into a mailbox? <laughs> a <thing>? Yeah, just <laughs> kind of a thing. It's just so just so cruel, but with it's like such a nice little saxophone.
0: I think they said this was based on the Nike campus in like um, Redmond or Seattle or, or, no, Seattle Red- or where, yeah. like in the north in the Pacific Northwest, wherever that's happening. I think and, it's actually in Portland. Oh, Portland. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Or something. Uh, <laughs> it's I, in there. Pretty sure Facebook. I mean, Facebook has a campus uh, by where we are, but they might also have a campus in, into the Seattle area too. I would bet.
1: Microsoft is where oh, they're Oh, Microsoft, this from. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. it feels especially all those coffee shop jokes like this was before there were Starbucks in every single place. So right. when I think of a 90s coffee shop jo- joke, I think of Seattle. That's, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the stuff Tim and Eric would later do of making fun of the the promotional videos made with such earnestness right, but poorly. Right, right.
4: That's actually like my favorite component of their show because <laughs> I I don't know, I like Pure honest people and pure honest things. And <laughs> yeah. There's something that is very unsettling in how rascally and puckish their <laughs> approach to comedy can be mm-hmm. that I feel uh, borderline exploitative.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. I I assume that they were tempted to stick Troy McClure into this video, but they're like, no, it's it wouldn't fit. But it's like mm. I feel like he's missing right, in some right. way.
4: Well, because they're trying to sell yeah. us the audience on this community not being something that's gonna have like a nefarious purpose. Right. So I think since Troy is such a representative of you know shitty um, DMV videos and like <laughs> other you know shitty made for TV movies, that it would have put a weird yeah. pallor on. He's always it. being yeah.
1: disingenuous. And in, in canon, yeah. maybe Scorpio is like, uh, we can do better than troy McClure. Yeah. we don't need to hire that washed up guy right of course <laughs> so he convinces them and they're gonna they're gonna move away i like oh yes when they're showing off the house that they are trying to sell it like first when the chimney falls out <laughs> in the window and then when you get the establishing shot in the next scene the, the fallen chimney is still there like this that little bit of uh continuity is yeah appreciated. details okay. great yeah and uh, when I shop for apartments, I often do think, like, oh, windows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that.
3: Uh, I, I really love, so when the family is all kind of coming around on this idea of uh, moving, uh, you know, Lisa's talked about this idea of just, like, oh, you know, I'm, you know I'm, it'd be nice to go somewhere where people aren't, like, shoving, shoving you and knocking you down, and right. Bart immediately shoves her. <laughs> I love
1: it. And Homer's defensiveness, too, when the video's over. He's like, so what do you think of Cypress Creek and me now, Marge? <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's finally showing her the
0: show takes this very seriously, then they have to sell the house, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think they would do later. They just move them out immediately, yeah. just have more fun in Cypress Creek.
4: Right, and, cut those corners in the story.
1: And also they'd be like, well, we, didn't we show this like three times already? F- the uh, Viewers can just assume, but they see <laughs> Little Lugger, they've moved. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That reminds me of the title of this. Like, so you only move twice, obviously a reference to James Bond film, you only live twice but it also i think is factually accurate for this point in the series i think dancing homer is the only other time they move so this would make the second time they moved Mm. i believe can you Mm. think of a previous move to this one other than dancing homer they moved
0: to that houseboat in uh Oh, shit, you're right. I don't know if they actually moved in dance. That was more like or... hiding. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's the Thompson's. It's a move. It's a move. I
3: oh, think <laughs> he's talking to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Uh, and so they decide to just abandon the place, which I thought of that so many times. I just moved apartments in December for the first time in like eight years, and I so just wanted to put up the abandoned side and be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's, same here. I, yeah. It's uh, short of lighting everything on fire. I- why did I think I needed all of these video games? I, <laughs> I really love
0: Homer walking Flanders through being a doormat. He's like Oakley <laughs> to Oakley. Yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I love that he he has taken Ned's downstairs bathtub. Yeah. Yes. Are you going to be eating this in the other house? Yes. Yeah. And <laughs>
1: just the body language on Homer getting in the way of him looking at <laughs> it. We talk all the time about how Oakley and Weinstein are such continuity nerds. These are two, not the bathtub, but the other two things are things Homer did borrow. He Borrowed the TV tray was the first thing he ever yeah, borrowed that's from right. uh, Ned in Lisa's first word, mm-hmm. and then the power sander. You don't see him directly borrowed from it, but that is the one that Ruth Powers borrows from Homer and it splits on top on the of land. it, right? yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. yes, Standing away the floor.
3: Yes, I love that. Yeah, they're such nerds in the best way, but they're
4: they're looking out for us too because exactly. they're one of us. Yeah, One
0: I, I feel us. seen One by
1: So don't yell at us for a podcast for three hours long. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're just as obsessed. We're, do, <laughs> we're doing it for them. So then they leave town and there's a big, like, farewell and goodbye. That This was when they really wanted folks to think, like, no, we've rebooted the series. It's going to be in Cypress Creek from now on. We're saying, you're never going to see these funny characters again. Mm. And, Can you
3: imagine? Yeah. Getting <laughs> uh, out of Stinktown. Uh, yeah, I love that. Just yeah. Homer w- with the rose tinted glasses. If this yeah. town's been awfully good to us. No, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> even Burn says goodbye, though. I know. It's, it's sweet yeah. I like it.
3: Uh, so long, Stinktown <laughs> is the funniest version. Because, <laughs> like, at least Stink Field would have liked.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much, and I, I know I've at least said this on three different occasions when I leave a hotel room.
3: <laughs> 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 so long, stink-
0: Stinktown.
3: I said int- it when I broke up with somebody.
0: Oh. <laughs> in my intro, I was going to say recorded live in Stinktown, but I didn't want to seem like a Bay Area snob. Oh. Yeah. I have nothing against Los Angeles and the Good. people within it. It's, it's Nice. <laughs> uh, Yet.
1: So then they arrive in Cypress Creek. They also mentioned on the commentary how they always remember this is the Emerald Caverns episode because they always they called it that that was the name of it until they changed it late in production and so for the writers this is always emerald caverns as they say like that's in,
4: instead of the cypress creek yeah instead mm-hmm.
1: of cypress creek i that's that to me i that's like when we We've watched some deleted scenes and I think like, would this be my favorite thing if it if it was that instead of this other scene? Would I love this if it was Emerald Cavern? <laughs> I think Cypress Creek is better. Yeah. Much do, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do joke like, yeah, that's really funny, Cypress Creek, right? Mm-hmm. That was worth yeah. it.
4: Yeah, well I, I yeah, I just also think that it's like the beige words strung yeah. together.
1: Yeah. So I,
4: I dig that.
1: And you get alliteration. So.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: This is also a John Schwarzwelder one, which I like we didn't ask uh oh no, we did ask Mike Reese about Schwarzwelder. You guys, did you ask? Yeah, him to? yeah,
4: we talked to Mike about him, and I think we also talked to Al Jean about him. We I'm talked not sure. to everybody we yeah. can about him.
1: He is such a mystery man. I want to know more, though. I <laughs> mean, Mike Reese is trying to dress down his mystery, yes. but then I'm like, no, he's still a sounds like a real weird, an odd uh-huh. duck. I'll yeah, say. yeah.
3: We're we're big old fans. We love his books. Um, mm-hmm. We've we've made a joke about making a fake documentary called "Searching for Swartzwelder. Yeah, like uh, a "Searching for <laughs>
4: Sugar Man." Yeah, kind of riff.
3: yeah, so we go on we embark on this journey to find out the true mystery of uh, Schwartzwalder, and then we uh, stop by like Mike Scully's house just mm-hmm. to wish wish him well as we're about to leave and he's just like you know i have his phone number i could just tell you where he lives <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like oh, oh. all right well all okay right. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and then we find him and it it's, should, and we it's should over. shoot that they,
0: they <laughs> we should cold call, call him on a commentary that's I the know, one time you so, hear him so yeah. good because yeah.
3: at the end of i mean i'm sure everyone's already listened to it but it's such mm-hmm. a good thing at the end of it he he says just like too bad this wasn't really john swordswalder <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know
4: i love it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he plays up that mystery, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys have already read Mike Reese's book. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I've read the Schwarzwelder books, too. They're all, uh, not all of them. He's made so, so He's many. but uh a lot. But, uh, but the, the time, time machine sh- did it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's the first one. It's great. Uh, it's like a joke every sentence, not even paragraph. Like right, right. it's Speaking of funny characters, hey. uh, <laughs> Hank Scorpio arrives on the scene. <laughs>
5: I am here to welcome you on behalf of the president of the Globex Corporation. Me! <laughs> Try the papayas. They're juicy and full of papayin. Makes you strong like Popeye. Popeye, 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 Popeye. Popeye. See? Same thing. Same... Ah, uh, forget it. How are you? I'm Hank Scorpio. Wow, my boss. Don't call me that word. I don't like things that elevate me above the other people. I'm just like you. Oh, sure, I come later in the day, I get paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. Hey, look at my feet. Okay. You like those moccasins? <laughs> Look in your closet. There's a pair for you. Don't like them? Then neither do I. <laughs> get the hell out of here! Ha. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> yes, yeah, once. Mr. Scorpio, <laughs> this house is almost too good for us. I keep expecting to get the bums rush. We don't have bums in our town, Marge, and if we did, they wouldn't <laughs> rush. They'd be allowed to go at their own pace. Aww. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm in the middle of a fun run.
3: <laughs> see you at work tomorrow. It. Although I don't really like to call it work. <laughs> So, uh, so. Uh, that's obviously such a huge controversy. Yeah. It is the, it is the right, dress yeah. of the Simpsons. I
0: say teach the controversy.
1: Yeah, so yes once is is the, one. like, uh, uh, well, so we've gotten the answer now, but when I first heard it, I always took it as Homer, at a some point before today, had seen a man yell at his own shoes. That's, I, that's too,
3: what I, interpreted it, it I did as it. that.
1: That's me, that? yeah. Okay, Then then who are these? weirdos who think that he really means yes i just saw you throw your
3: shoes i'm so happy that the four people that host <laughs> yes. the simpsons podcast are all in agreement yes.
1: definitive yes. now yeah. i mean
3: because let's... homer's not that quick yeah. Yeah. yeah why would he do that exactly and uh. then
0: there are the scoundrels and liars who think Homer's saying yeah it's fun or it was fun oh uh, the
1: people think that yeah I, that was that, either like yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. fun. oh that no
4: uh, uh, i don't like this mandela effect it's
1: yeah. uh you're wrong out there if you're listening uh but if you want the definitive statement on it i did find the quote from uh So, uh, an awesome BuzzFeed writer, Kat Angus, dug into this. Uh, She first contacted... Oakley Bill Oakley, but he admitted this was an improvised line. Of course, so they didn't write it. So they went to Dan Castellaneta, and here's what he said: The line was improvised. Albert Brooks always improvised whenever he did the show. That line was a reflexive response to Albert's improvised line upon seeing about seeing a man say goodbye to a shoe. I probably thought it was the a previous time, but it is funnier if he means he saw it at that moment.
3: He's wrong.
1: (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Well, he's right to. think if Dan Castellaneta thinks it's funnier to misinterpret it, but he says his intention was exactly. he'd seen it a previous time. So, so we're all right. Yes, <laughs> that's the important thing. What's I hope important that...
3: is we're right. End the podcast <laughs> entirely.
6: <laughs> there are
0: so there are two jokes in this episode that are now real things, and one of them is Marge's autovac, which yeah. is now just a Roomba. That nice. was a joke in nineteen ninety six that that a thing would vacuum your house automatically. Wow. Yeah. That's and crazy. now it's just like yeah she's got a Roomba.
1: And it's hard in these clips not to. I normally try not to have these long eclipses, but just every word Albert Brooks says in this is so good. It should be celebrated. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and like the
4: um, you know cadence of it, like how how fast the is talking
1: <laughs> is. Yeah, he switches emotions a on a fun dime. Run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a fun so run. and and also his. I just love his defining himself as a boss. Like, I don't like the word boss. I mean, I get paid more than you. Yeah. I take longer vacations. But I
4: just love Hank Scorpio the entire time through this episode. And I think it is sort of going back to what we were saying earlier is that he, like, gives Homer some purpose and some worth and he values him. And so I love him as a result. There's also, you know, apart from him being (laughs) a dastardly villain and doing dastardly villain things, those are the only time that when he's trying to kill somebody, does it seem
3: like he's a bad guy? Otherwise, he seems fucking fantastic. I'd work for him tomorrow. It's <laughs> yeah. so hard. It's truly a moral conflict. It's kind of the separating art from the artist thing that we deal with so much is mm-hmm. if you love someone in some way for all the amazing things, That's but then point. they do something bad, yeah. what I do you know. do there?
0: Would you take a supportive boss if you had to blow up France at the same time? <laughs> that's the question no one ever says <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Italy. I, I
1: would also say that I would, based on the character's history, I would think Mr. Burns has killed at least as many innocent people as right. Scorpio has too, so may as well work for the nice one out yeah. of the two of those guys.
3: The lesser of two evils, yes. <laughs> I want to say ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to
1: yeah. be yeah. as yeah.
3: ignorant as possible. Well, and
1: Homer is quite ignorant at this, so <laughs> and that's why he's so happy.
3: As, and, and the person who's not happy immediately is Marge who has nothing to do in this I and know. that broke my heart of the line of like uh, oh, I guess I'll see if the beds are still made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh that's great. Yeah Marge and Lisa get about 45 seconds of story each just yes. because everything has to get out of the way of Albert Brooks.
3: Yeah and so Josh Weinstein said on this I was at that Stonecutters as well. Um, mm. Right. And uh, he was saying that he he remembers feeling bad that they didn't really give mm-hmm. much to the Lisa storyline. Her only story is that she has allergies and <laughs> right, like, right. <laughs> like when they check can hurt her again nothing has really progressed but whatever
1: yeah albert brooks takes up a lot of space in this so i understand though i also i didn't think of it i i never noticed this until mike reese mentioned it in his book but that he said that in john Schwarzwelder's episodes he would routinely forget to write marge (laughs) or lisa in it so i wonder too if the underwriting of that Maybe stems from Schwartzwelder's original script.
3: I've also yeah. heard uh, Mrs. Schwartzwelder. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
4: I I've also heard that he misspells character names in his scripts so <laughs>
1: pretty routinely. Yeah, uh, if, he, if it's funny, is that he, let's spell check dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Find and replace. Maggie <laughs> gets even less. Like you just know that she hates her swing a jig, that's yeah. it. That's not yeah. resolved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. What's happening there. I guess when they move, they don't bring that with them. That's but- very funny. But that's a pretty great deal too. Of like, they get a monstrous house for free on top of paying for moving. Like, it's I want to do it
4: tomorrow. Yeah,
1: (laughs) if just for that, I would work. I he didn't wouldn't even have to be that nice. I would work for I would work for Scorpio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've worked in an open office plan, and this just yuck. I hate. I want privacy. I want chemicals. I seeing this no walls thing that Scorpio has, just like ugh, what a it just makes me tense thinking about my office jobs already. Still,
3: that that whole conversation of of Homer going there for the first time is perfect every single yeah. second of it.
1: Yeah, why why don't we play it?
5: <laughs> you will notice, my new best friend, that we are pretty casual
2: around mm-hmm. here. Yes, sir. I will notice that. Very yeah. casual, <laughs> Mr. Scorpion.
5: Don't call me Mr. Scorpion. <laughs> it's Mr. Scorpio, but don't call me that either. <laughs> call me Hank! Uh, say, before we continue our tour, would you mind hanging my coat up on the wall, please? Mm-hmm.
2: Um uh, let's see. Um uh, wha- wha-
5: <laughs> Relax, Homer and Globex. We don't believe in walls. Matter of fact, I didn't even give you my
3: coat. <laughs> I love this. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so... That drawing uh, is amazing. Uh, it's so
0: good. The
6: coat backwards.
3: but yeah, the, I, I, Smiling I, like a madman.
0: The,
4: I feel like I've seen that on Simpsons' Tattoo
3: quite oh, a bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Scorpion is so funny. Scorpion. Don't Scorpion. call me that. It's uh, Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Don't call me that
0: either. Uh, I mean, he is evil, but I like that there's no twist. Like Usually when you have a quote-unquote cool boss a like I'm a straight shooter I'm the cool boss he's not cool that's Mm -hmm. all up front he will tear into you but uh, Scorpio gives Homer Facetime. he's very supportive like I feel like I like that there's no twist that he is
1: actually a dick yeah
3: (laughs) yeah yeah, you could do both
1: and uh, his I didn't even give you my coat thing is so great too that he is he's wants to do sleight of hand magician work but he didn't do it right Mm -hmm. and that Homer just kind of has to take it like do I tell him he did it on backwards or, or do I just let it go? It's a very Homer. nervous smile he has. It's like, please buy this. <laughs> uh, <see? laughs> uh, and, and also that Homer is so dressed up well, he's his work dressed up. Well, meanwhile, everybody else is in casual office attire now, which is just, this is just the reality of, at least of the tech websites I worked at in San Francisco. This that just how it is. Yeah, like, and like mm-hmm. treadmills in the office.
0: I was laid off for a job and lots of people were getting treadmill desks before <laughs> that happened. I was like, did my job pay for
3: that <laughs>
1: <laughs> treadmill desks? Are you kidding me?
3: Did you guys have trust falls with your bosses?
1: No, oh no, no, no. Uh, We I skipped out on it, but they did get a very hacky improv troupe to, to oh. teach us to trust each other. We did have oh that. Oh boy, like, that was...
3: I would never trust anyone who brought an improv class into my oh. job. <laughs> no way, stay in your lane.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with improv troops, but not ones that bring rubber chickens with them. When they've had uh, the rubber chicken, I'm like, like you know what? Thing. Yeah, I think maybe I could just imagine a rubber chicken.
5: The Simpsons will be right back.
1: Get the hell out of here, moccasins. And hey, we want to thank this week our very, very, very special guests once more, the Everything's Coming Up Simpsons crew, Ellie Gertz and Julia Prescott. We wouldn't have flown out to LA and recorded with them if it wasn't for their offer to host us and record at their studio. We are super duper appreciative and hey, you should check out their podcast if you haven't yet. It's Everything's Coming Up Simpsons and we're going to be on an episode two so you can hear our thoughts on a future episode. Not to mention that this podcast is brought to you by patreon.com slash talking simpsons. If you're a new listener or a longtime one, you should totally check it out. Why? Well, not only does it support me and Bob doing this full time, but it also gets you tons of extras. You can get every episode of Talking Simpsons a week early and ad-free. That means you could listen to The Homer They Fall right now on that website. And if you sign up for $5 a month, you not just get that, but also access to our other podcast, What A Cartoon, where me and Bob with a guest go through a different cartoon each week. We've done King of the Hill, Wallace and Grumman, Dexter's Laboratory, Steven Universe, and even anime like cowboy bebop we cover it all and you can hear that on the what a cartoon podcast or if you sign up at patreon.com slash talking simpsons you'll get access to it right now and we have tons of other extras like our exclusive interviews with folks who'd worked on the series like mike reese mike scully david silverman even mimi pond the woman who wrote the first ever episode of the simpsons and tons more and that's exclusively on the patreon check that out and a ton more stuff and sign up today at patreon.com Slash talking Simpsons. So, look, we can't all work at a job with hammocks, but who doesn't love listening to stuff while they're at work you probably enjoy listening to podcasts wouldn't you also like listening to an audiobook the a recent Talking Simpsons guest yes at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons we interviewed Mike Reese about his brand new book Springfield Confidential it's a great interview we dig into a ton of stuff in that hour but if you want to hear his whole book read to you by Mike Reese himself you can get it at Audibletrial.com slash Talking Simpsons. You sign up for Audibletrial.com slash Talking Simpsons. You get a free audiobook that is yours to keep. And that could be Springfield Confidential with Mike Reese. You can stay on as a subscriber, or you can just keep your book and say, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Either way, it's yours for free if you just sign up at Audibletrial.com slash Talking Simpsons.
3: Without meaning to step on it, I love what the phone call pertains to when he gets the call and drops Homer. It's just like, Homer, there's been a problem. Somebody ate part of my lunch. (laughs) There's been a problem. uh, (laughs) Part of. I love it.
1: That one-sided phone call when you know it's part of his lunch, just he's like, "Uh, really? How much of it? Like that's his. <laughs> uh, it got to think that was one hundred percent Brooks. I don't want to take credit away from the writers if they yeah. wrote it, but it just feels so stand up. Right, right, right. it's, yeah, it's per- yeah.
4: And it's, of course, with his established history of being an ad libber, mm-hmm. and and them having such a tender relationship with him as like you know creative collaborators. You know, he's been on the Simpsons since day one, practically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so t- I think that that's like. Okay to assume that they yeah. kind of let him have free reign.
0: Yeah, and I, I also feel that uh, Homer, I love Homer trying at this job. It's very cute how he's like, can you work any harder than this? And they all start typing a little faster. But this is, I feel like this could be a commentary on the managerial class at jobs like this where I feel like. In my experience, they're kind of always in the way and just there to watch you. Just yes. like, just let me get things done. Like Homer is not really doing anything but watching people. And yeah. tell and that's them to it. work harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and just vague, like work harder.
1: When I've gotten speeches like Homer's later speech with his Landry hat on as well, which is just like I'm I'm not impressed by those. He he just didn't say think outside the box. That would yeah been <laughs> only they'd said then they would have been. <laughs> uh, I I also like how his countdown does trick Homer. He's like three, two, one, one second. second. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> Don't chalk it up to mistrust now. Don't chalk it up to mistrust now. And uh, that's also where we get the reveal of Homer's dream of owning the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, actually. It, it came up before. earlier. Yes. So right
3: after they watched the, the video, uh, Homer admits, just like, and his dream is to own the Dallas Cowboys.
6: And yes. Lisa <laughs>,
0: laughs at it. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just cute. Dad. That's just yeah. cute.
1: Yeah. It it also felt, I. thanks for bringing it back to that because I also love that line because it, it's like a season three callback again to like a runner that they completely gave up on of Homer saying, it's my boy dream to eat baseball player. Your boy dream was to eat the world's largest hoagie. And And you did did that.
3: Yeah, Yeah, totally. And uh, so at this point, we get Hank saying just like, and I bet they laughed at you when you said that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I relate to Homer in this because I've been teased often for having very attainable dreams. I remember (laughs) being at a job once and saying, it's my dream to appear on a Comic-Con panel. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we work in the industry. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think that's a I I like that dream. I, I think
4: uh, it's okay to have a collection <laughs> of dreams. Uh-huh. I've always a pocket full, if you may. I've
0: always dreamed of being in a Broadway audience. <laughs>
4: yes, yeah, that's about the caliber
1: uh-huh. I shoot for. Him. And uh, also he mentions Mike Milken, who is a real guy. He was a yeah. stock market jerk who uh, <laughs> he basically, apparently, according to Wikipedia, invented the junk bonds market and would go to jail cool. for two years for insider trading. They sent people to jail back
4: then? I Did he mean- Did work with Jordan Belfort?
1: I wonder. Hey, that wasn't mentioned on his Wikipedia page, which is the- Top amount of research I did. You <laughs> oh, didn't read you a lot about like, Those
4: are similar beats. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Committed.
1: He, he's a Jordan Belfort type, I would say, at mm. the very least. He. he and then he is now classified according to Wikipedia as a philanthropist, which sounds like what you do after you're caught stealing. Yeah, and that's are, are just still rich?
4: What we call libertarians out here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yuck. We got those out here too. Out uh, our <laughs> uh, neck of the woods. But uh, are we at the school yet? Yes. Yeah, so so we I jo- want to say one joke that is not a joke anymore is the the sign gag for the school is that the fact that it has a website. So there's a a URL on the sign for the school and that is the joke in 1996 that a school would have a website. Wow. Wow. It is is that advanced uh, compared to, you know, Bart's old school that
1: it has a website. That's a joke. That's a joke. I was impressed. My junior high didn't have a website. Like, Mm -hmm. did your guys' schools have websites? No. No.
3: But my I high school know. my high school we had to do a lot of online stuff. Mm.
1: I did have a sorta web design class I got to take. I did get to do that, but it was really just like with HTML you can make your background blue and then right, it'll be right. bolded. We were
3: so easily amused yeah. back then. Make all the text
1: blink. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know,
3: like I'm I'm definitely MySpace generation, so mm. all of us learned how to code to make our stuff look good. Very basic uh, HTML, oh, yeah. but like all of us knew how to mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> and I like that Bart immediately falls into his old patterns including finding a secondary uh, millhouse to be his, yeah. his I think Bart has met like five alternate universe millhouses yeah cause we yeah.
3: well yeah cause I, I'd really like the Shelbyville millhouse to hang out with this millhouse as he well he seems pretty cool he also says rad
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna explode
0: here and he wears his backpack over one shoulder yep <laughs> uh, but Bart's having some t- problems in his new school
2: Hey, Bart, <laughs> do you have a best friend yet? Because I've been looking for someone to boss me around.
1: <laughs> okay, folks, let's do it to it. <laughs> Grammar, that is.
5: Uh, everybody write down the sentence and circle the nouns. Bart is the newest
4: addition to our menagerie. You have the honors. Um,
2: uh...
0: <laughs> well, start by reading the sentence.
2: Two windom and <laughs> jolly words, but he...
5: <laughs> so you never learned cursive.
3: Uh, well, I know hell and damn mm-hmm. and bitter a
5: cursive handwriting script. Do you know the multiplication tables? Long division.
4: I know of them. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. mm. You know, Bart. I think you'd profit from a more remedial environment. I'm sure you'll feel right at home in
1: the Leg Up program. I moved during school years one time, uh, like in fourth grade, and I had kind of Bart's situation of discovering, like, this school teaches things different than my school, and I'm kind of lost for Hmm. a couple months here.
0: Oh, no, only with me it was I went from public school to Catholic school, and I was Hmm. not, like, in the Catholic world I see. so it was mostly like what are all these prayers and oh. how do I learn them yeah
3: yeah i didn't switch until my senior year of high school uh mm-hmm. but that oh, wow. was, it, that was an interesting one uh to go to school wow.
0: did you reinvent yourself like lisa did like look dress up like blossom <laughs> yeah, kind of
3: um yeah it was it, there was a little bit of that in that i was a very bad student and then i was the i spoke at the graduation in my senior wow. year so that was actually kind of a fun transformation around. yeah yeah
4: i um i never had well actually i don't know it was hard because i um did switch schools um and have kind of that opportunity to kind of reinvent myself but everybody was like valley kids and like carried mm. over from there were, there was overlap from every school it seemed <laughs> so people knew my true story so uh. i never really got that chance
1: Ah, that's unfortunate. But I I also think cursive is stupid. Yeah, like yeah.
0: we're we're not much older than both of you, but was cursive? Did you have to learn cursive in uh, in grade school? Yeah,
3: what? yeah. And I was actually quite shocked to learn that they don't teach it at all anymore. I'm glad. Good. I think it's really? I love cursive. I love cursive. I, I, I say I, I write in it, and it calms me down. I but yeah. I also won a penmanship award. Oh my wow. yeah. god!
6: I feel <laughs>
1: like
4: if, I shouldn't even be If I knew in that here. that was an option, I would have gone for that too. That would that would have replaced my Comic Con panel dream.
3: Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I love. It. I I agree that it's not important and that there it, there are better things that we could be using our time for but I feel that way about a lot yeah. of school. Mm-hmm. I think most of school is horribly horribly dedicated like in terms of what we you know we're <sighs> There are so many things we should be learning. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, what if they taught in consent instead of cursive? <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah. make
0: it a calligraphy class, and then it could be optional. But, uh, right, so they right. don't teach it anymore. And then you've
3: got an Etsy store that you can look forward to <laughs> at graduation.
0: <laughs> That's all you're going to be doing.
1: Well, I also I did have a. Now I'm remembering I had a tiny bit of the Bart's kind of frustration, but I had learned cursive, but I had been taught a different cue in Ooh. georgia than the oh. q i was getting taught in florida a regional q was... regional
4: q that's an improv troop yeah, yeah. Oh, but,
1: but uh... that cursive q is bullshit let's admit it come on <laughs> i learned the circuit a circular q not the one that looks like the number two like in the, the episode here i also it's one of my favorite excuses of like i know of them <laughs> yes. uh, i with that out a lot <laughs> Whenever I'm asked about something I cl- clearly do not know about, I say I know of them. <laughs> and uh, that LEGA program... It's a dodgy situation where they're dealing with there because it's really hard not to. It's kind of a class full of Ralphs, and they're all voiced by Nancy Cartwright. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it. I don't want them to be ableist in in those jokes there, and it's kind yeah. of hard not to when you're making fun of students in a remedial class that need to learn. Thi- you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right.
3: But the the fact that it's just a Canadian kid. Yeah,
0: yes.
6: I, think <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm slow, slow, eh? So
0: it's a Canadian someone with brain damage and a pyromania. But uh, right. Matt Greening <laughs> said that they were very careful about these jokes, because I think even in 1996, they didn't want to be ableist. So he was sort of the lifeguard for jokes like that.
3: Yeah, Right. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, interesting thing to look at. I definitely didn't think it was mean spirited. And I think mm-hmm. that's, I guess, the more important thing of like how they handle a joke like that. Because it's really more right. about that Bart is, is, is failed by the school system that is yeah. of a m- lower middle class uh, family. Mm mm-hmm.
0: The joke is more on the system that they give the kids a circle of paper and a safety pencil <laughs> and they are learning one letter per week or whatever the lesson yeah. plan is. To, yeah. and to
1: just keep them behind forever, which like that's that is unfortunate. Yeah. The, the the I think, too, why they're voiced by Nancy is also because I believe it's on the commentary. They say they drew them originally to all look like Ralph or to have Ralph's hairline. And then they reconsidered that. Huh. But maybe they just still stuck with directing Nancy to play all of them at Ralph esque perhaps Mm -hmm. Uh, including a Canadian Ralph (laughs) I I woke up in here (laughs) it's a great line (laughs) and that his name is Gordy Gordy, yeah, <laughs> great, great Canadian name.
4: Gordy Howe,
1: and uh, that's where also Bart uh, gets called. Told as has a case of the spose. To this, which <laughs> I love it. That's it's that is a condescending teacher thing that is very very realistic too. Oh yeah,
4: right, right. It's it's directly from. Uh, Can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can you? Yeah, uh,
1: uh, just
4: you know what uh,
6: I
3: mean. I hate that. I also
1: uh, a uh, nervous sweat uh, just hearing that. <laughs> <her. laughs>
3: yeah. I also remember asking a teacher how to spell a word, and they'd be like, "Look it up." I, was uh, like, I don't. No, but it starts with. I hate it. You're just
1: asking, like, can you teach me? They're like, no, I'm no. not on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a
4: fucking mind game that I just want to eradicate. I hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and then that is when we get like the two, one of the 20 seconds of Lisa in this episode where, yeah, I like her line though of like, oh, we don't have you, we don't have you in Springfield, which that at least sets the continuity reason for why she is alert. Oh, now all. Of of a sudden allergic to things like she's I guess only allergic to the things that are in Cypress Creek and it's why she will not have allergies ever again after mm-hmm. this episode that's that's about as good an explanation as they're going to give you well they
3: couldn't have put her in school because she would have been thrilled it would have been like when she goes to college for mm. the first time yeah like yeah. there would have been it, you know that's its own story so they had to keep her out of there you yeah know, if she had talked to any people she would have been at home so yeah. they they kind of yeah. had to do that or they
0: could have done a story where the other kids are way smarter than her and but they've already Done that with Lisa's
1: rival, Lisa's rival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that story's already been done. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. I was just thinking about that episode now. <laughs> mm, let's talk about that one now.
1: <laughs> the second I Me saw too. that chipmunk, <laughs> I knew that chipmunk was dead. Even yeah. at first airing, I was like, this chipmunk's getting killed. And has a cohort later that gets <laughs> revenge. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's getting revenge on. He blames Lisa for the owl getting him. That's when Homer buys the hat, which that is such an Oakley and Weinstein name, S- Berman's Dry, dry Cleaning. That How is- many hours <laughs> were spent I just pacing the room? Uh, Lou's Dry Cleaning? No, no, not specific enough. And uh, that's when he real- uh, Homer realizes- I'm a guy like me,. <laughs> and yeah. <buys> that hat. <laughs> and uh, that's when he gives his like meaningless micromanagement speech uh, to <laughs> and that's but that also reminds me of cool offices, which is you have all these perks and everything. but all of the guys under him are working. Like eighteen-hour days and are, are miserable. Like right. Yeah.
3: Uh, something I wanted to to, to uh, focus on really quickly just a second ago is uh, the the spend zone. Uh, yeah. Which is the store uh, we get look it's a baseball made out of secretariat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's such a well-realized boardwalk like new shopping district too of just all these things that are too expensive for the mall. They need their right, own right. windows. Like, I was yeah. sad we didn't get more sign
0: gags like in uh, mm. Summer of Four Foot Two. There was only, the Spend Zone is the only sign that we mm-hmm. see
1: in that little downtown area. Cypress Creek, other than it being run by the evil Hank Scorpio, huh. is a very normal town. So that includes like no no joke names for places like the Bank. <laughs> oh yeah. Right,
4: right, right. And I, I believe, you know, like the idea of it being this poly- Polished, brand new district like a reborn kind of mall so it, I think would be uh, by nature minimalist yeah, yeah
1: I can see that mm-hmm. and uh, but Homer then he he realizes what they truly need some hammocks uh-huh. uh, hi Homer
5: what can I do
2: for
1: you sir I need to know where I can get some
2: business hammocks, <laughs> hammocks. <laughs> my goodness what an idea
5: why didn't I think of that hammocks Homer there's four places there's the hammock hut that's on third uh-huh. there's hammocks or us Got that's it. on third too you got put your butt there. hmm. That's on third. Yes. Swing low, sweet chair. <laughs> yes. Matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. It's the hammock complex down on third. Oh, the hammock district. That's right. Ready for
6: the link up, Mr. Scorpio.
5: Uh, Homer, one second. I got to take care of this. Very important. Be right back. Fine. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Scorpio. I have the doomsday device. You have 72 hours to deliver the gold or you face the consequences. And to prove I'm not bluffing, watch this.
2: Oh, my God. The 59th Street Bridge. Maybe it just collapsed on its own. <laughs> we can't take that chance. You always say that.
5: <laughs> I want to take a chance. Collapsed <laughs> on its own. You, sh- you have 72 hours. See you. Back to the hammocks, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. You know there's a little place called Mary Ann's Hammocks. The nice thing about that place is Mary Ann gets in the hammock with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Oh. You know what's that in the hammock <laughs> No. That's something for you to do. Huh. Find that out. Uh, that's a great act break. And just smiling evilly yes. as the as the curtain closes, or like the uh. gate closes.
3: Homer, this is what I was talking about earlier of just all those tiny little subtle. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh.
0: And him just standing in the background, scratching his ass as all of this evil is
1: unfolding. Yes.
6: There, yeah. it,
1: it would be impossible for him not to hear it. I and know. And yet he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: chooses not to. He chooses yeah. not to. And that's
1: uh, that's. Actually, it feels kind of like an Austin Powers joke. We were talking about Austin Powers off mic. But the, uh. the I want to take a chance. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> All these guys, these UN guys are used to being in... Life or death arguments with a supervillain like this. And this guy's fed up with being told, (laughs) we can't take that chance. He's finally going to tell him, we can take a chance.
3: I love that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I also, I love uh, the uh, Homer needs uh, some sugar. Mm.
4: Yeah. Um, I've always wondered about this fucking
1: joke. Yes, (laughs)
3: Hank just keeps sugar in his pockets. Do you want any milk? Uh no.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just loose. Sorry, it's not an individual packet. Why do you guys but... think
3: that he has
4: loose sugar in his pockets?
0: He is uh, a, a very helpful weirdo. Yeah. And I don't mean to be a pedant, but he says uh, it's cream, which makes it an even spermier joke. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Ugh, yeah. I'm sorry I said that word. <laughs> uh, but Thank you. yeah,
1: the the loose sugar, <laughs> I, it's it's quite a non sequitur. I get, I can't. I'm usually I, the one to think of an in canon reason for it, but they honestly can't be.
0: Anything. It's a John. I really feel like this is a John Schwartz Worlder joke. Yes, yeah, so just it's like, just funny. Pockets yeah. full <laughs> <Yeah>. of sugar. <laughs> just pocket, walking around with doesn't Lou need sugar. to be
4: more than that. It can just be simple.
0: Yeah, he just likes the like wassel. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's so <laughs> benevolent to all of his
1: employees. He wants like if they need sugar, I've got your sugar.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also like when Homer gets into that office. He says like I've never noticed this office before like why should you it's mine <laughs> <laughs> uh, Albert Brooks just sounds uh, guess what he's a comedic genius but it feels like he is just so quick to everything yeah. he is just firing
4: a, on all cylinders too in this episode he's really <laughs> in his prime very matter of factly <laughs> delivering all this stuff
1: <laughs> And uh, uh, yes this is oh yeah I do have a clip when Lisa finds out she's allergic to everything
3: oh the whole forest is blooming Choo!
2: My eyes are burning. <laughs> Choo! <laughs> Choo! <coughs> oh, little chipmunk
6: Fred, I'm allergic to everything. <laughs> Choo! 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 Choo!
1: Choo! That's the end of Lisa. Hilarious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will compliment the animation for making yes. it looks painful to yeah. have, to be yeah. as allergic as she is. Like I have some allergies, and just the way the way she also Yardley Smith, amazing acting on oh, yeah. that pain of and stuffiness. Like pretending to sneeze can't be easy, and especially in just voice. But yeah, she mm-hmm. did a great job there, and that mm-hmm. I I do love the Chipmunks' revenge of just. A chipmunk, I don't think a chipmunk can actually put blow? his lips together and blow, and yet this one does. To like <laughs> just as an extra fu from nature. To That's Lisa. the reason
4: for the animation. Yeah. That's where they got it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> every they... episode needs to have one.
1: <laughs> In... so we have the Mister Bont. Scene. Oh yes. yes, yeah. Why don't Why don't we hear some more about Scorpio and Bont?
6: <laughs>
5: Ingenious, isn't it, Mister Bont? Scorpio, you're totally mad. <laughs> I wouldn't point fingers, you jerk. you expect me to talk. I don't expect anything from you except to die and be a very cheap funeral. <laughs> you're gonna die now. <laughs> Stop him! He's supposed to die! <laughs> nice work, Homer! Am I proud of you? Well... When you go home tonight, there's going to be another story on
0: your house. Thank you. Man, that scene is like, has a shocking ending. They just all shoot him at the yes. end and it cuts away. And yeah. Homer's take on that is, I tackled a loafer at work today. Yeah. He's <laughs> telling Marge about it. He's so that, proud of himself.
1: That's what Homer tells himself. they like, oh, I tackled a loafer at work. Like, that's weird to do. And even if that was what he did, that's weird to do. Yeah. In an office. Nobody questions it. Yeah. And yeah, just the, it it's, Almost too dark a joke for the Simpsons that I'm not used to of like they they literally killed James Bond on screen with yeah. just four guys just all shooting him at once uh, it's horrifying
3: yeah and I, I just love the Sean Connery uh, oh, so portrayal good. of, of
1: yeah. this character oh, the voice acting
3: in this episode is top notch
0: the yeah. scene where he escapes he flicks a quarter and it like diverts the laser so it shoots off all of the shackles it's really it's very great clever. Yeah, yeah it's
6: great
1: it's a lot more clever than the similar way Daniel Craig escaped from Blofeld in the Spectre movie where it's just Blofeld just forgets to take his watch and he just like <laughs> drops his watch and it explodes like <laughs> that 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 scene's kind of crappy yeah <laughs> so, i i like some James craig bond movies uh, i actually yeah i didn't even ask like how much of a bond fan are people in this i've i've watched a few i'm not a i'm not a mega fan of james bond
3: i was on a like a like a video panel type thing about james bond uh for birth movies death a while ago uh like four or five years ago, and uh, I spoke to Matt Gorley, who's Mm. the biggest Mm -hmm. fan, and uh, Jeremy Smith, who is um, Mr. Beaks from Ain't It Cool News, and then uh, the... uh the late, great Devin Ferracci, Yeah. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D- 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 dear friend, but uh, we don't talk about him much. B- yeah. uh, but he had us all on. And uh, I, I watched about six Bond movies in preparation, and I really loved them. But a lot of my stuff got cut from that because I was talking about how there were You know, just how there are no women characters that are of note uh, Mm -hmm. that aren't like with the, you know, the word pussy in their names. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) um, (laughs) like, uh, you know, I I had some views. But my sister, who's ultra, ultra Lisa Simpson type, loves the James Bond Mm. movies and still is super, super feminist and loud. But she's just like, it's my favorite thing in the world. So she loves it. I I think they're really fun. I'll go to every single one that I could see. But in terms like the old ones, like I'm not a super big nerd about it or anything. Yeah,
4: I care not for them. That's dad Mm. shit. (laughs) <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. face though i will say that i do enjoy a good old-fashioned bond song i think that that's as, about as far yeah. as my fandom goes i remember um garbage is the world is not enough being pretty nice
6: yeah i like that one
4: yeah skyfall of course mm-hmm. i mean we were all into skyfall oh, Skyfall's great
0: and just about
4: as far as it goes <laughs> yeah I
0: i've like- only read a few of the books and they're great if you can stand uh um, like impossibly horrible racism yeah,
1: yeah, can't. Yeah. Well, then
0: uh, you know you,
1: your time's better spent. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he was a terrible man.
1: Yes, uh, you mean uh,
3: James Bond? <laughs> uh,
0: both him and uh, Ian Fleming.
3: Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, that they, they they had to make it Mr. Bond. <laughs> Yes. Because they were afraid of getting sued, which I guess- Just, like Do you want to get sued? <laughs> yeah.
4: It's funnier with the-
1: It's funnier with bond anyway, yeah. Which is why they deleted Bond from the- How I learned to- uh, Springfield with a dollar sign, that, that one. Oh, yes. Yes. yeah. Yeah. I like
0: how uh, Scorpio is too enigmatic to be pithy. Like, the line is, I expect you to die. But he's like, I expect you to die and leave a very easy, like, the, the, the disposable che- corpse. Have, have a cheap funeral. A cheap yeah. Funeral. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to die
1: now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, you jerk. Like, yeah. it's so- So
3: simple. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not, I
1: he's, love it. He's, he likes being a supervillain, not being uh, particularly clever. though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Homer is proud of his work. He's bragging about jumping on a loafer and- we didn't even talk about Marge's implied uh, alcoholism, which then d- isn't it. So which, funny, uh, because she's
3: just like, oh, and I've been having a uh, a bottle and a half of uh, one a day. You're supposed to have a, Or sorry, I've been having a bottle a day. You're supposed to have a bottle and a half, but... Uh, I don't know. If I, I just can't drink, drink that, that much. That much. Yeah. And I also love... I'm
4: well, I don't know if love is the word but like her just pouring one single glass and the music bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Yes, you know like yeah. Jesus guys can you just throw her one bone <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that she then it's revealed like she's just sipping on that all day like she's not having multiple of them oh it's just she's, a glass it's one glass yeah. 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 yeah that's
3: so
6: funny yeah mm-hmm. and
1: so they I think they realize like well we can't actually have her be a an alcoholic now though they do do that in the episode it's the it's the the one where they go to see basically *Attack of the Clones* and and Homer and March. I think just, it's called *Days
0: of Wine and Dozes*.
1: Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. They they just become wine vineyard drunks at uh, uh, while meanwhile Bart and Lisa are yelling at a. George Lucas character who's for some reason like four feet tall, which doesn't really makes that's <laughs> not. If there's there's some things you can make fun of George Lucas for, but he's he's not short. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> I think people just look at him now with his beard and think that he looks like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a Wookie, um, but a, Ewok. an Ewok, and mm. maybe like associate that with shortness. Okay, so <laughs> say maybe
0: like a human Papa Smurf. Ish. Right, yeah. A There's a yeah. lot of other
4: <laughs> attributes they assign to him. <laughs> he's got uh, that
1: red hat all the time, right? That's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh and yeah, they all convince Homer that they gotta go. It's it's a cute little scene of everybody just saying all their problems, which they It's
3: heartbreaking. Yeah. It sucks mm-hmm. for Homer. Homer's been nothing but good. Yeah. I know. And he finally is being treated with respect and as we said is, is showing up to the job. He's not right. he's not being lazy here. He's if actually he continued... doing a great
4: job. Yeah, if he had continued, he would have been thriving. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> mm. With his boy, and also Marge's boiled celery. Her face. Yeah. boiled celery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder it's if that can't goes. Taste it. Does it pair well with butterscotch chicken? Mm. <laughs> it's a nice side. What about a
4: caramel cod?
1: <laughs> 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 so yeah, Homer. Homer realizes he's got to quit, and he finds just the right time to quit. Hank Scorpio. You uh, got a problem, Hank?
5: Oh, gee, Homer. Could I wait a sec, please? Well, it's pretty mm-hmm. important. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's going on? I'm having a little trouble with the
2: government. Oh, those jerks always walking over to small businessmen. Don't get me started about the government. What's the problem? Well, my family wants to move back to Springfield. Let
5: them go. You'll stay here with me. We'll go bowling.
2: <laughs> what's bothering them?
5: Nothing big. It's just a lot of little things. Well, you can't argue with the little things. It's the little things that make up life.
6: <laughs> it's a Homer,
2: I'm disappointed, but
5: I think you need to do what's best for
2: your family. Well,. Thanks for everything, Hank.
6: T minus 14
5: seconds. Need anything? You call me.
2: All right. What's the number? I never had to call my own company.
5: <laughs> Someone will tell you upstairs. But, Homer, on your way out, if you want to kill somebody, it would help me a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> <It's> a <civilian. laughs>
0: I love when Homer's walking out and a grenade lands by him. He just like mopily kicks it away. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Even when
1: there is, like the threat of imminent death is in front of Homer and he,
0: th- he's still oblivious to it.
1: <laughs> that that oblivious. It's it's also a fine line they have to walk in this of like, how many deaths can we show on screen and of them killing army men. And the, like I they said. They killed Norman Schwarzkopf just yeah, on screen. and
0: <laughs> Norman is dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the, I think the most like, uh, Troubling of the violence is the the scalded men who get the green stuff dumped on them. They're just like ah, like they're it's so painful looking. <laughs> we don't that, see their
0: flesh melting off. <laughs> which I feel like that could have been a Treehouse of Horror choice. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's why I say fine line. Like they can't. You can see him explode, but if there was blood everywhere, it would be darker. But yeah. uh, his death, I I also like that behind the scenes you're seeing that since Homer has killed James Bond no one is here to stop this plan that James <laughs> Bond would have stopped and so uh, yeah. and that in the world of the Simpsons at some point it would be in their history books a supervillain is taken over the east coast in the universe of the Simpsons
3: which it would have you know what, what a good villain that could have been for our movie I <laughs> know because he's gone unthwarted this whole time <sighs>
4: I wonder I mean, I'm sure that there's some record of them speaking to this, <laughs> surely, but I wonder if it's it was more of not wanting to do a deep cut reference for the show to alienate international markets and, and alienate like broad audiences for this. I,
0: I think that was their reasoning, but I feel like creating a new character is just as... Um Meaningless to newcomers as creating an, uh, like using agree. an old, old, like, obscure character. So I don't see the, r- I don't understand the reason. And they
4: could have, they could have know...
3: just called it Hank and not ever mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just treat it like yeah. a character thing. Like, mm-hmm. I
0: believe uh, one of their reasons for not having Milhouse be Lisa's love interest in the movie was, well, people won't know going to the movie that Milhouse has a crush on Lisa. Like, we want new people to I, figure yeah, it out. But it's that. like, it doesn't matter if it's a new character. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Milhouse. People are just going to walk into it like, oh, this person likes Lisa. I can figure mm. it out.
1: Agreed. You're seeing the Simpsons movie they they they've bought in at that point anyway. Yes, exactly and uh, yeah that it's it's a great gifable moment on Frank Frinkyack of just him l- cackling with his flamethrower. So yeah. good. Again, yeah. he's not Elon Musk. I'm sorry yeah. I even
0: made the comparison.
6: <laughs> I
4: once made that out of felt for my friend. I got like a uh, shadow box and I assembled it through felt and oh, it was that's amazing. very rewarding. It Very itself well to that.
0: Have any rich nerds killed themselves with those flamethrowers yet? I feel like I don't there should have been Google news stories about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put those things uh, like in people's hands. Positivity in my yeah. life. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a mistake. There's a
1: reason people can't all buy it. Like yeah, Normally flamethrowers. Uh, so they get back to springfield it's it's also it was something i really like pacing wise in this episode that they basically spend two-thirds of it not in springfield and it just gives it a completely different feel of any other episode there's other than hank scorpio there's no other supporting characters there who are weird or silly or anything like it's it's it gives it a very different like structure than any other one and when they finally return to Springfield you're like oh wow okay yeah I remember this like Mm -hmm. even seeing the garish colors of their home you're like oh yeah nothing in Cypress Creek is colored like Springfield is True, with its extremes.
3: It makes the world feel a lot bigger when you get back you're kind of like there's this whole world out there Mm -hmm. and here we are at home Mm -hmm. upstate
1: somewhere which is where Cypress Creek (laughs) is uh, but Homer finds a gift when he gets there
3: Telegram.
2: Project Arcturus couldn't have succeeded mm-hmm. without you. This will get you a little closer to that dream of yours. It's not the Dallas Cowboys, but it's a start. Drop me a line if you're on the East Coast. Hank Scorpio. Oh, oh yeah. the Denver Broncos! I think owning the Denver Broncos is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Well, explain to me why it isn't. <sighs>
2: You just don't understand football,
0: Marge. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: Oh. But they later went on to become a good team. Yeah.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know I don't know anything about football, but I know they won the next two uh Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's yeah. a
3: that's a date that or that's <laughs> a dated joke. I remember quite, yeah.
4: yeah. I remember when this episode came out, uh, my football loving mom, uh whose home team is the Raiders? Uh, So, you know. My mom loves the Raiders, too. Really? I'm like, make as many judgments as you (laughs) will. Uh, But uh, she conveniently looks the other way when they are um, accused of cheating. Uh, Anyway, I remember watching this episode with her and her being like, all right, like to Homer's (laughs) line about you just don't get football marks. (laughs) She's like, I'm with Homer. I'm like, okay, everybody calm down, okay? (laughs) One Uh, joke for you, (laughs) missus.
1: But, yeah, and the Denver Broncos are animated as being particularly bad at football yeah. not catching a like five foot throw or something which uh, like they if they were producing this even in 1995 I feel like the Denver couldn't have been the worst team I I am also I'm not a football fan I'm not I had to look up that they won the Super Bowl <laughs> I can hear all games. the corrections pouring in we should just stop yes, talking about this yes. <laughs> uh, God damn it. hey but though I also think Homer's if Homer thinks he's gonna ever own the Dallas Cowboys like Pretty much every football team is owned by basically kings at this point. Like, yeah. they, they they just gift it to their children. It's inherited. No one buys a, No one can buy the Dallas Cowboys from Jerry.
3: I think the Simpsons could. Yeah, Maybe. like <laughs> the entity, the Simpsons. Ah, <laughs> that'd be great.
1: Now with the Disney yeah, right they're finally them, into sports. I think they finally can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when is that deal ever going to just get closed? I keep feel like I it, don't know. I, I wanted to officially be owned by Disney until I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, apparently Jerry Jones
0: is on the Dallas Cowboys since 1989, so <laughs> from the beginning of The Simpsons until now.
1: Wow, boy. I, 1989 still feels too recent to me. I don't like thinking that is 30. Here, there, no, 29. 29, yep. yes. I'm not quite at 30 yet. So. Uh, but so that's, that. that's the end of the episode. Then there's a whole uh, which will be our outro song, the Yay, Scorpio, yeah, song. It yeah. Yeah. Scorpio It's fantastic.
0: So it's so good. good. Friday
1: keeler jam yeah hot dogs and burgers (laughs) and beer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, I think this episode is one of my favorite high. Uh, it's it's a favorite of mine just for a guest star but also it's one of my favorite high concept ones I guess you'd call it of mm-hmm. like not it, it like 22 short films it's just the it's a one gag thing of just Homer works for a Bond villain where do you go with that and they find so many amazing places to go yeah. it's it's it, it's a great way to truly start season 7 after you know we all have fun with the treehouse of horror but now it's time for the real season to begin oh and yeah I, and
3: season seven's the best uh, season of The Simpsons so. I like it mm-hmm. a lot but I
1: feel like it's an even higher
0: concept where it's like, what if Homer works for a bond villain, but also what if uh, this new kind of CEO is actually a bond villain? Mm, so it's like all yeah. of these different like high cons. Concept- I mean, it blindsided me in 1996. And that's why I still love it. Uh, You guys, like, what do you feel about this episode?
3: It's one of the best episodes of all time. I mean, this episode and A Fish Called Selma are two favorite episodes of mine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just because, like, they're both very weird characters that get this spotlight. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. Phil Hartman and, um... Phil Hartman and Albert Brooks are, like, such perfect Simpsons cameo. Obviously, we get Phil a lot more, but I don't know. It's just, they're so, 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 so good. It's
4: like, um, the trifecta is, like, Phil Hartman, um, Albert Brooks, and John Lovitz. Yes. And I'm, I mean, Phil Hartman does uh, a lot of the voice acting, heavy lifting out of that trio, but they're, they all bring a humanity to their characters, which I think speaks well to how those episodes that you named endured because it's all about humanizing these characters that we ha- could have accepted as flat, especially Troy McClure. We could have accepted, you know, even like this Bond villain. The joke would have still played if it was just like... Um, a plus B equals C, but instead, you know, there's all these different, like, gradients to it of Homer being valued, and us yeah. enjoying that as an audience that loves and cares about Homer, and then, you know, the conflict of the family not getting along as well, and yeah, I just feel like this episode, it, it doesn't pull any punches as far as story or character development or jokes. It's it's really, you know, uh, a triple threat. If mm. you
3: had to choose, though, would you choose Hank Scorpio or Grimes
6: Ooh,
0: boy! Or
3: Lyle Lanley but I feel like that's uh-huh. not really. I think Lyle that's gets not... a third. Yeah. yeah I... Oh
0: God, this is hard.
3: Grimes and versus Scorpio is they're mm-hmm. to me the hardest question
0: yeah. because
3: they're vastly different, but they both like bring so much and change the world so much. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, I I'm I might have to side with Grimes by like a hair because the meta textual element of Frank Grimes is something that is just gives it a, a little bit of an edge over Hank Scorpio, where it's like a normal guy in a cartoon world commenting on uh, the monster monstrous people that we have l- grown to love, and I love that aspect of Grimes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, just so I don't copy your answer. I'm <laughs> Please copy ask, away. Uh, no, I'm going to say Scorpio. I love his boisterousness, and I also think Grimes, I do love, but he was pulled down just a little bit for me with the Grimes sequel episode where his son comes back to help Sideshow Bob try to kill Homer. That that made him too silly for me, but I do like the reg- Grimes is so or grimy. He's, he's perfect <laughs> in his point... And his death is one of the funniest yeah. things in the show, too. But I, I guess I like I like Scorpio's triumph more than, than Grimes' uh, sad death, as mm-hmm. we're called.
4: What yeah. You, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with Hank Scorpio mm. um, because as far as like overall enjoyment and rewatchability um, and like the general like mood and tone that I want to live in, it's it's more this episode. I feel like the Grimes episode, um, albeit very important to, you know, sort of changing the format of the show and changing the way that they were telling stories, it kind of feels like a Gus Van Sant movie you watch once but go, <laughs> that was very important. <laughs> and I'm glad I watched that. Um, whereas this You Only Move Twice uh, episode is more of like, I don't know, like a Steven Spielberg type of movie that you're like, I'll watch Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> you know, I'm having a good time. It is
1: more fun. Yeah. I One last thing I'll say about Albert Brooks in this is that I had forgotten until just checking in now that like. They didn't, he should have been more of a regular. He wasn't used again until the 2005 16th season episode, The Heart Broke Kid. Mm. Like, that it's just so odd to me that he had been used pretty, like, not every season, but more, more seasons than not. And then after this, they're like, nah, let's, let's not call Albert Brooks for a few, for a decade. But
3: the way that guest stars and voice actors were used changed so drastically over the years. And it wasn't about necessarily like who could do the, voice best it was who could bring in the most people because right. we want to do stunt casting yeah. and sometimes stunt casting is really fun it's not my thing mm. right. but it is it is there there's a validity to ch- choosing lady gaga over albert brooks that i think some people love Mm-hmm, for yeah, I sure. mean,
0: Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein love getting old men like mm-hmm. Lawrence Tierney yeah. and uh, Kirk Douglas. But uh, Mike Scully, he was friends with Mel Gibson. He had a lot of bigger stars on his <laughs> on his on his shows, which are I mean, I, I love his shows, but yeah, the, it's all about the choices. I mean, right. I'd like to hang
1: out with the Rolling Stones, yeah. but they're not as funny
0: as Albert Brooks. You know, Ali, did you weigh in on the on the Scorpio versus Grimes thing? I, I...
3: didn't, and it's something that I'm going to think about for a long time. But knee jerk <laughs> reaction. I don't know. It really is. It tears me up inside. But <laughs> I, I, I love Scorpio so much. But I think grimy maybe. Thank God. Mm. I think it's oh grimy. It's split. It's split. <laughs> I, uh, I have a song about grimy also, which means mm. maybe I should write one about Scorpio. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Mm. There already is the best song about Scorpio. I so know. there's really no point. You <laughs> know.
0: But uh, I guess we're going to wrap up now. So thank you so much for joining us, Allie oh and God. Julia. Please yes. plug uh, yourselves and your great podcast and everything. Let our listeners know where they can find you.
3: You bet. You could find us at Simpsons Pod on Twitter and everything else. And uh, I'm at Allie Gertz on everything. I'm at Julia Prescott on everything. We have a book coming out, mm-hmm. uh, it's available for pre order. Uh, you guys might like it. It's called 100 Things Simpsons Fans Must Know and Do Before They Die. Yeah. And uh, we'll be touring with that mm-hmm. and uh, with the live show. And we'll be posting that online. So just keep an eye out for that. But thanks for having us. You guys, oh, yeah, yeah thanks for inviting us to your
0: studio. And uh, next year, we're, we're going to write the 101 things you must do before you <laughs> Oh, yeah. so, Perfect, it'll be so much better. <laughs> look right out, at. they're gonna be next to each other on the shelf.
1: Great, I <laughs> you love have to it. Uh, as, we yeah. could do
4: the Amazon suggestions together, so <laughs> oh, that man. feels yeah. nice.
1: <laughs> no, I I love everything's coming up, Simpsons, so much. Some of my favorites, have, like your recent Al interview, so great. Oh, thanks. Um, Oh man, now I can't. I can't remember the man's name. But you had on uh, a guy who works at Starburns. What's the name of the man? Yeah, oh, sorry. Dino. Uh, no, not Dino. Another guy who who animates at Starburns, who had worked on the earliest seasons of it. Oh and... yeah,
4: um, Joe Russo. Yeah, mm. Joe Russo.
1: His that I love because I've read and listened to millions of interviews with like the high level folks, but to hear his view of being just like a soldier in the Klasky Chupo army was yes. just so amazing. Yeah. So that guy um,
4: has a well of stories that we didn't even get past the tip of the iceberg for, he's a crazy maniac. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get it back on. Yeah, we gotta.
0: I, I love your interviews, but I also love when you have a writer on just to do a regular episode about it, about an episode. Oh, like Josh, yes. The Josh Weinstein ones are great. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks. So good. And yeah. Uh, So yeah, as for us, you can find us on all your pod things. Look for Talking Simpsons. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. And we are also supported by Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash talking simpsons. We have a lot of incentives for you to donate. Uh, we have a lot of exclusive podcasts like Talking Critic, Talking Futurama, so many interviews with so many Simpsons writers and creatives. We also have monthly community podcasts.
1: Uh, Anything else I'm missing, Henry? Uh, Well, yeah, our season wrap-ups, and we go through the deleted scenes, and we have our special premium videos, one a month for uh, $10 and up patrons.
0: Yes, and as for me, you can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. My other podcast is Retronauts every Monday, occasionally Friday, at retronauts.com, or look for Retronauts in your podcast machine. Um, Henry, how about you?
1: At H N E R E Y G, and you follow me there for all my uh, political rants, but also uh, updates on when things go live on this. Yes, and thank you so much for joining us, folks. We'll see you next
0: week for the Homer They Fall. See you then. Woo! Woohoo! Scorpion!
6: He'll sting you with his dreams of power and wealth. Beware of
5: Scorpion! His twisted twin obsessions are his blood to rule the world and his
2: employees' health. welcome you in his lair, like the
6: nobleman welcomes his guest, with free dental care and a stock plan that helps you invest. But beware of his generous pensions, plus three weeks paid vacation each year, and on Fridays the lunchroom serves like dog
5: Look, lady, I'm supposed to be in the fourth grade. Sounds to me like someone's got a case of the sposdas.
6: Hmm...